Support for the PWT cast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off, a whole-ass 20% off, and free worldwide shipping uh, with the code PWTCAST at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, it's about 14 million balls. All right? So uh, if you have balls, head on over to Manscaped and use promo code PWTCAST for 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Uh, And now, on to the show. The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, he is your host of the PWT cast, Scrump! Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? This is episode 204 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump. My name is Drew. And this is the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. We're bringing this podcast right here on this feed for free every Monday. If you already aren't, make sure you're following us over on social media. We're at PWT cast on Instagram and Twitter as well as patreon.com forward slash PWTCast. It is the start of a new month. I, I just dropped a, a schedule earlier in the week. Uh, you know, if you already haven't, you know, you can go back and listen to myself and Drew talking Disney's Coco. We're celebrating Day of the Dead by talking Disney's Coco. Yeah. Uh, but this week, myself and Steve Feast will be talking the Avengers in lieu of either of us going to go watch the Marvels. Uh, but as well as, you know, if you stick around the rest of the month, you also hear Happy Gilmore, uh, The Adams Family Valleys, as well as two episodes of uh, Scrum's Detective Agency, um, along with, again, if you're already subscribed to this feed, uh, you'll get episodes of uh, Scrump and Drew's Music Box, our, our, our music show, in which we don't really necessarily try to try to get you to like our music. But, you know, we're just, listen, if you've ever wanted to hear a podcast in which, you know, Someone talks about fucking Leonard. Co- the the only podcast, dare I say, that talks uh, <laughs> Leonard Cohen, J. Cole, and Taylor Swift all at the same time, as well as a fun story pertaining to ASAP Rock, uh, which yeah. I've been listening to nonstop since we recorded that episode, because <laughs> None Shall Pass is a fucking banger. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. And, you know, speaking of us, old Steve Feast, yeah, he, we, we were... Uh, chatting back and forth this week uh we sent each other our old music and things like that and i guess uh he, he's a talented young man uh yeah that's steve fees he, he's wonderful he is a wonderful man you know yeah. uh i had the lovely pleasure i might i might use it today he and his wife got me a uh gift card for a spooky coffee shop here in chicago the brood it's in association with like our friend Vinny of, of the horror house yeah. like him and the other spooky businesses um yeah I'm just never usually up early enough for coffee. Yeah. But being that I am now, we may go use that and, and, and get ourselves some coffee, courtesy of of the wonderful uh, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Steve Feese. Um, Wait, do, do you you guys have time change, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. It's just like weird Indiana, right? Like they certain parts of that, like they don't have <laughs> that, it. I'm not allowed like in Indiana anymore. I can't tell you that, brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Listen, I have time zones and all that. One universal time zone. All right? <laughs> I don't give a fuck if it's like, but in Australia, it's three in the morning. And in Spain, it's fucking five in the afternoon. I don't care. One universal time zone. That way, it's just easy. That way, it's just like, 
yep, that starts at 8 p.m., you know, which yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, that's their morning. You know, the Swedish people start their morning at 8 p.m. Good. One universal time zone. It would just, things would just be so much easier instead of like. And then, you know what I feel like there would be? There would be like wars over who got to to claim like the the ultimate time zone, you know? Oh, I hate to break it to you, Drew. Is they're going to find some way or the other to, <laughs> yeah, you know, to, to, yeah. to yeah. yell at each other and, and fight with one another. <laughs> um, that's all to say patreon.com forward slash PWTCast <laughs> as well as uh, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash uh, PWTCast. Uh, you know, you can pick up a, a shirt, a hat, uh, sweatpants, a zip up, a hoodie, or you can just wait till Black Friday and get all of them. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll put out a new shirt for um, Black Friday. I'll do that. Right. Requires very little of me. <laughs> it's already designed. <laughs> They're already designed. You know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, pro wrestling tees that are uh, patreon.com forward slash pwt cast. Drew, it's been a pretty. It's been pretty. F- There's a lot of shit that happened this week. Um, yeah, yeah. In as much as it's it like we were doing our like our, our pre ramble before this, I was just like. Yeah, I'm like, there's a, there's a lot of stuff that happened. Um, yeah. Specifically, the, the, the one thing that I immediately brought up to you, and just because it's just fresh now, is mm-hmm. um, Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel, of mm-hmm. course, of How I Met Your Mother fame, uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, most recently on Apple TV's... Um, Shrinking. Shrinking, yeah. Oh, such a fucking yeah. good show. Like, again, what? Shrinking the one season. Like, dare I... It's, again... It's better might might be better than the wire you know <laughs> and i like yeah. the wire i keep i keep having i first off i keep having the conversation with people of like did you guys watch the wire it's like yeah grandpa fucking 20 years ago <laughs> and i'm just like yeah mcnulty and and, and bubbles and you know tell <laughs> you know i need you to tell everyone we're back up it's like yes good show i i, wind up, I did wind up finishing good show Shrinking. Yeah, I think we talked about it last last week about how. Again, I I, I know. I, I just I feel like you're backpedaling a bit of uh, you know, did you get some hate over the? Oh no, not no top ten. No, not at, again. Not even top. Listen, not even top twenty that I've seen this year. All right, fuck Martin Scorsese. No, nah, I'm kidding. I, I like Martin Scorsese. He's cool. He uses <laughs> he really uses "Give Me Shelter" a lot, and I really like that about him. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. No, but Jason Siegel uh randomly fucking showed up at an indie show over this weekend like i had already mm-hmm. sort of written him in our notes because um i'm a huge forgetting sarah marshall fan and yeah. if you've watched forgetting sarah marshall you know that one of the things that he really wants to do with his life is create a vampire uh puppet musical <laughs> like yeah. you know and, and we get to see a little bit of that you know at the end where it, it's him and Bill Hader and, you know, Bill Hader's wife and that, like, they have organized a a Dracula musical of sorts. And it's very <laughs> fun and stuff like that. And there's always talk of, like, oh, man, it would be super cool if they ever actually did that. Because Jason Siegel himself, he's a big Muppet guy. He brought back the Muppets, yeah. like, uh, a few years back. Um, and so there was like a video going around of him at some venue, like, doing the fucking doing the song you know it's getting hard yeah. to believe things are going to get better like that one <laughs> that he does in that movie and i was like oh fuck like he's doing this dracula musical 
And honestly, I thought that was going to be the peak of like Jason Siegel things that we we're going to have to talk about. Until Monday, I think it was when I saw when I saw Sammy Callahan's uh, social media come across my my eyes. Um, there was an independent show out in California where the match was, uh, I believe it was Pentagon versus Sammy Callahan, and in the crowd was just Jason Siegel. Like, he was just in the crowd fucking, you know, hanging out, watching the mm. show. And, you know, like, Sammy Callahan calls him out. Like, he's like, oh, I've been watching you since I was a kid. You know, like, I just want to say, fuck you, you know. And, like, then I saw clips of, uh, you know, like I can tell you, like, uh, they're fighting in the crowd. And, like, you know, Jason Siegel's holding Pentagon while fucking Sammy Callahan's, like, you know, fucking, like, chopping him and stuff like that and then there's like a selfie between the two and i just loved it i love this like you know you have this constant war of just like fucking you know who you know who's the AEW gonna bring in who's wwe gonna bring in like what celebrities are they gonna you know bring in yeah. to, to top one another and then every now and then you just have a, a nice boy like a jason siegel wander into some fucking independent show and like you know help sammy callahan fucking fight pentagon jr yeah yeah i love seeing that stuff like you know like you know macaulay Culkin will fucking you know when he shows up or just random in these shows or the fucking uh, the true blood guy was you know he was always at like the pwg shows with sofia so, vergara too yeah 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 what's uh joe manganello whatever yeah also from how i met your mother yeah <laughs> With, specifically with Jason Siegel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Uh, he's a uh, like that is very cool to see that, it's, especially when it is just like you know those indie shows. Like it's just people out there having fun, and you know, like for no other reason. You know, obviously they're not there for a fucking paycheck, so like they're on there on their own own time, and they just you know go fucking have some fun on a friday night or whatever it is yeah i'm wondering now like who who's going to be the company that tries to get him in now probably an AEW because like i, I feel like i yeah. feel like he's not not uh big enough for wwe at least like he's a name but he's not like a name that wwe could instantly fucking like you know i don't know man like they fucking had the fucking today show people on there at one point so God, do you remember <laughs> that fucking era of the yes. guest celebrity hosts <laughs> yeah it was awful and it was always and to me what always sucked was like there's wrestling fans get mm -hmm. them on there like yeah fucking i don't know whenever it's like some random like i remember they were in philly and like the cast of it's always sunny like they're wrestling fans notoriously yeah. are wrestling fans you know had fucking roddy piper had like <laughs> like why like, why wouldn't you have them you know where it's like one of those where it's like this is what's cool not yeah fucking like i was gonna say reba mcintyre but like i don't think she was but reba mcintyre is also pretty cool you know but just like that like yeah. just random celebrities where it's just like what the fuck like it it always makes me <clears throat> laugh when I don't know if it's a symptom of just like there's too many people or it's just like I'm old, but every now and then it like there literally there's this video of just like it was like, oh, celebrity, blah, blah, blah. Like they're fucking some dude that was like on a plane and uh, 
his like external battery like exploded basically. So like his backpack caught on fire and like they had to put it out or whatever. Like, it was fine, yeah. you know. But they were like famous celebrity, bop bop bop, and every like everyone in the comments were like, I've never heard of this person. I've no idea. no nobody was just like, oh that like everyone was like, I have no idea who this fucking person is, you know? And clearly yeah. it's like fucking the Daily Sun or whoever the fuck it was, like was probably just like, Oh yeah, like you know, here's like a fucking news story on this person, and it's just like, no, no idea, you know? Because again, WWE <laughs> does it all the fucking time uh, too. Like they'll be like, oh my god, and singing, you know, the national anthem is famous fucking artist, fucking person you have never heard of before in your life, and yeah. I'm just like, what the fuck? Well, I remember like, what? Well, what's the what's the girl that like always did shit at? at the performance center, or like for NXT, um, Poppy, the singer, Poppy. Yeah, I remember one time like they were like, oh, and Grammy fucking award winner or something like that, Poppy, and I was like, wait, what? Like I thought she was just like a student there. Like I didn't know she was an actual like like she just seemed like somebody that was just like you know like doing work for them and things like that. I didn't think she was actually like a real. Like a real person, you thought she was just well, a bit. No, yeah, a little bit. Like I thought she was just like like I didn't think she was like a like a touring musician and all that kind of shit. Yeah, no, I don't know. It's yeah, I guess you know, like it, it's one of those things where it because when they have again, like when they have people, it, it's I don't know. It, it at least to me, WWE is not very good at like. It's either a huge celebrity, you know, of like, oh my god, mm-hmm. here's Snoop Dogg, or again, or that, or Poppy, where you're just like, who, who the fuck is this person, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. But yeah, no, that that really uh, that really warmed my heart seeing that though. Um, speaking of though, uh, <laughs> there's a. Uh, there was the one thing that okay, we didn't talk about last week, but I guess we can talk about it now. Where it's like, uh, Drew, the there, there's, there's, there's articles being written that the house is on fire. All right, that the world is ending because, uh, you know, uh, old timers from back in the day are not coming back when they were always going to because it's a cyclical business of the nature. It was always going to happen, and you know, uh, people are dissatisfied with the product, so they are screaming that the house is on fire and the world's ending and everything's going to shit. Am I talking about the MCU right now or the current state of AEW? <laughs> oh? Yes. Oh, my God. The fucking amount of think pieces that I've seen this week where it's like, listen... I I am I am not a I am not a Ric Flair guy. Like I again, yeah. I don't start watching wrestling until 2004. So to me, Ric Flair was just the old dude in Evolution. I understand what he's done for the business. Could not give a fuck. I don't want to watch a Ric Flair anything. I I don't dude, give a fuck. I was like, you know, I first came across him in like '92 when he came across, and I was like, who's this old guy? <laughs> what what's that what's that big fake belt he's got like what is going on here like i didn't fucking like or 91 whenever he came in but yeah dude like he's always been the fucking old guy like i've never like even when i watch video of him like in the 80s i'm like he still looks like an old man like yeah 
like it's it's so weird to me and like why like people are like, oh man his fucking his matches i'm like he's not, like i don't know i've never been a fan of rick flair uh his style like i don't know i don't yeah i listen i'm not a fan of any that, of his matches that weird bump on his back <laughs> Yeah, like it's one of those because again, obviously, I like I've gone back and like I've watched, you know, I've, I've watched fucking, you know, your flares, your steamboats, your Bret Hart's and stuff like that, Randy Savages, and like so those guys. I get why Piper is as fucking revered yeah. as he was. I get why Dusty is revered as he was. Again, this is this is prior to any allegations to anything. It's just like I never gave a fuck about Ric mm-hmm. Flair. And the fact that he's back now and people are just complaining, like, it's one of those things where I'm just like, again, it's like I sort of mentioned, like, the way the wrestling business is, is that these legends are always going to find a way to get into whatever the new company is. If there's money to be made, they're going to get, they're going to get there. You know, it's just the way it is. And so that's why I wanted, it's like, yeah, maybe, maybe you shouldn't, maybe you shouldn't tweet about sex pests and then hire someone with allegations it's a bad look it's a very bad look you know but at the same time it's just like again it's one of those things where it's just like one person being hired does not mean the end of the world and again this was like last week's edition of 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 uh, dynamite was one that was panned rightfully so because it's like no one wants to see the big show like it's one of those there, you know, where because again, as opposed to like, if you look at um, like the the lineup for this week's AEW, it's like they heard your criticism, they heard what you guys had to say because again, for a long time, it was it was a more youth, the the appeal of AEW at least was like you know, the the rising stars, a more youthful approach, you know, to wrestling and just sort of general, and that. I don't know. It's, it's this weird sort of like up and down. It sort of fucking went away for a while and then it was back and just, I don't know. But again, they very much like there's, there's a sense of excitement that I get from people again, as it pertains to this week's uh, or this upcoming edition of dynamite, because again, at least to me, it sort of feels like, you know, Oh, they heard the complaints. They heard the criticism. Tony, you know, being the, the they in that instance, and it's just like, okay, like, well, let let me fix that because you know they have like Samoa Joe versus Keith Lee, uh, Mark Briscoe versus Jay White, MJF versus Daniel Garcia, which is the first time two people under the age of fucking thirty have ever wrestled for the AEW title and stuff like that. You know, uh, I think they're also wow. doing Swerve versus Penta as well, and it's just like, hey, like. That you know, hey, if you're loud enough, they'll listen. You know, it's just fucking. Uh, it's the one thing to me where like this again, like I mentioned, the incessant like the house is on fire, everything. Oh my god, TNA is back and stuff like that. Where it's just like you can't cry wolf every time. The booking is you know when you 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 know again, uh, fantasy book don't fantasy believe, like. Yeah. <laughs> It's just I don't know. Like, am I just old man yelling at the clouds? Yeah, I mean a little bit. Like, not not in the sense of like, uh, you know, I don't think like I don't think you're. It's just I realized a long time ago that nobody fucking listens, so they're just gonna keep like 
it, for the people who play that fucking game of like, you know, the AEW versus WWE versus everybody, you know what I mean? Like, they're going to keep doing what they do no matter what. So, you know, it's just, it's just the way a lot of things in this world are, you know what I mean? Like, so in that sense, like, <clears throat> if you're even putting your two cents in, it's like, yeah, like, like, okay, you're a rational human. At least you're putting it out there. They're like, oh, I can at least have a conversation with you. You're not just one of these people yelling and fucking. Because to me, the the, the people t- saying this stuff and doing these think pieces, those are the people that, like, are not fucking, like, legitimate people. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. they're just out there to just, you know, to you stir the fucking serious people. Pot. Exactly. Exactly. They're just out there to like to stir it up and get this shit going. And it's just like, well, why? Like just like, and everybody has to look in at fucking every little, oh, oh, did you hear this quarter hour was down? And these guys are up and it's just like, yeah, who cares? Like maybe randomly everybody had to take a shit at that po- moment. Like it doesn't <laughs> like, it doesn't mean anything. So like, I don't know. I just think people just fucking care way too much about that stuff. Yeah, it again in the in the in the verses like we talked about a few weeks ago when we had when there was like the Super Tuesday, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, of course everybody's gonna stack the show. That's what the business is. Like we all watch pro wrestling. Like we should know like what what a fucking like it's all fucking carnies. Like just like fucking everything else in the world. Like it's all fucking everything is pro wrestling. Once you realize that. You just be a lot better in life. Oh yeah. Wait, which wait till we get to our to our our Marvel conversation later, because yeah, it's it's again just the way everything is wrestling, and I'm just like, oh, you dummies. But yeah, no, again, it's yeah that that was one of those things to me where, yeah, last week's episode of Dynamite sucked, wasn't the best, but it's like by no means is it just you know like the end of the world. Again, there was a lot yeah. of like TNA is back, TNA is back. Listen, the worst edition of fucking. Put up, put up the worst episode of Dynamite compared to the worst episode of fucking TNA. I can, I can guarantee you, <laughs> I can fucking guarantee you that again, apples yeah. and oranges. Like it's one of those. It's yeah. just like, shut up, don't be a fucking, don't be a nerd. Like on top of that, where it's like, because I always talk about that, where it's like, hey, if ratings and fucking. You know, like if, if if star ratings, if match ratings and like TV ratings are your thing, cool. Like, mm. do it. You know, like that. That's fucking perfectly fine. You look at someone like a Brandon Thurston over at Post Wrestling. You know, has very much made a living talking about these things because there's people that are interested in that. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, and I do find his stuff very interesting, and it is mm-hmm. but like, but I think he's doing it in a different way, where like. There are some per- people that literally like they're it's it's fucking clickbaity, you know. What I mean, like they're taking like the good fucking sound data that this guy is doing and you know providing to everybody and like just presenting it like in a you know in a rational way to and then for other people to take that information and just be like, oh, this is the well, you know like you said the world's on fire like you know AEW's they're gonna close up shop in two years you know like fucking ridiculous. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, no. I, I, again, I, I am pretty excited, though. Like, see, yeah. even seeing that card, it's one of those. Because, like, I usually... For, for Big Show? Yeah, for Big Show. <laughs> big Show and Kota Ibushi was... Being on the same tag team was definitely not on my fucking bingo card. You know? Yeah. But it's like, again, hey, maybe, you know... 
full gear is in I think like two three weeks maybe you know so it's kind of, it's one of those things where it's like listen they like maybe after that cycle we get back into the fucking swing of things like again I don't know I'm not I am not in charge neither anyone neither's anyone listening or anyone complaining you know it's yeah. like and again it's voice your displeasure let them know you know but it's just like you don't need to fucking write up a fucking a, a whole think piece about yeah, let them know yeah like i i sh- e- email I, email email at pro tease let them know <laughs> like i assure you that a that in 120 characters you could probably express what you know what you want like you don't need to fucking yeah. like just like again write up a whole fucking article um yeah i, I will say though the fucking the, the the one thing that was a bummer uh with aw was the fact that fucking uh Brian uh, Daniel Bri- Brian Danielson got hurt. Uh-huh. Uh, I was like Daniel Bryanson, <laughs> Brian Daniel Danielson. Brian. Which again, by all counts, fucking smashes orbital bone in a collar and fucking elbow, fucking uh, uh, the the basic fucking yeah. elbow fucking tie up. Yeah, and you know it's one of those things where everyone is just like, oh my god, like WWE fucking or, or, or like WWE would never let fucking someone injured go out there and wrestle. And it's like shut up. Fucking Cody's arm was fucking hanging from its fucking <laughs> yeah no shit yeah you know and it's just like they're like well it's WWE said they couldn't couldn't possibly get any worse like that doesn't make it better like that's not yeah. that's not the argument that you think it is you know yeah. but of course Brian still fucking again shouldn't have wrestled you know listen there's a there's a there's a lot there's a, there's a friend of mine who 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 used to work at a at Starbucks. And they didn't have the they didn't they didn't have the proper medical care at this Starbucks that they right. should have, you know. So he fucking yeah. and he loved being a barista, but he quit being a barista for like seven yeah. years, and then he fuck, also had a thing on his back. Yeah, he also had a fucking a thing on his back, <laughs> uh, like towards the butt area. Um, yeah, and it was weird. Starbucks put out a video that was like, "Look, there's nothing on his butt. He's lying." Um, yeah. But he won that lawsuit, and then fucking started working at like Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, yeah. And at one point when he was working at Dunkin' Donuts, he, he like he was working the drive through and his arm got messed up so he couldn't fucking wrestle. He couldn't he couldn't fucking yeah. serve coffee and stuff like that. And uh, you, you know he and after he he you know he was on a hiatus from fucking you know working at this Dunkin' Donuts. He posted a series of of things on his Instagram and one that he talked about where like he wasn't medically cleared and they wanted him to come back anyway. And he was just like, "No, I'm not medically cleared. My health is more important than this." Mm-hmm. There's a lot of and you know and a lot of people gave him shit at the time, but it's just like, well, you know, like maybe he was right. There's a lot of things that like have happened where I'm just like. You know, my, the, my, my, my friend of mine is, I'm just like, yeah, there's a lot, you know, he's, he's being redeemed in a lot of things that happened, <laughs> you know, at yeah. this Starbucks, at this Dunkin' Donuts. Um, definitely not brewed coffee though. Located here yeah. in Chicago in which I might visit later. I don't know. But, <laughs> um, yeah, so he's injured, you know? And so like they took him off TV and it was in that match with Okada, which again, you get fucking Okada on TV wrestling. Like, you know, it's just like it's hard to complain when it's just like, oh yeah, big show, yeah, but you got Okada. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> right, come on, roll with the punches. There was the um, uh, oh fuck, what was the name of the and and Abushi for that matter? Yeah, come on. Uh, 
Uh, what was the name of the event that New Japan had this weekend? Um, power struggle. Power struggle. So they had power struggle this weekend, and after Okada's match, you know, there's a video, a very fuck. It's 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 these promo videos that fucking uh, Daniel Bryanson does, you know. Are always so much fucking funny. You know, it was him with the fucking eye patch and him calling out Okada, where it's just like, you know, you broke my arm, you broke my orbital bone, like I'm gonna break your arm so you can't ever fucking, you know, do the rainmaker on anyone. Challenging him to Wrestle Kingdom, essentially. Yeah. Um, it just sounds fucking awesome. But the the one thing that I loved afterwards was when Okada accepted his challenge, he said yes and did the fucking the yes chant thing, which I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh hell yeah. Um and so I'm excited about. That's what I mean, like Okada knows, like like, like that's what's what's like what you know. It, they was talking about like the intangibles, right? Like the things you can't like. That's the shit where like, you're like, the guy gets it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm not just gonna accept. I'm gonna accept doing his fucking shtick. Like, like that's a fucking awesome move. Yeah, and again, t- to me, it, it's fucking like. I really like their first match. Like I, I, t- I talked about it like then at the time, you know, but like Osprey Omega just took so much out of me that I was just like, fuck. Like I like even even knowing that like this man's out there wrestling with a broken arm, I'm just like, it was good. It was a really <laughs> good match, but I'm just like, yeah. fuck. I, I just just call it a night. Vivian and I should have left then and there. Like no, nah, I'm sorry. Just just call it a fucking night because like. Dude, I was watching at home and I fucking felt that way. I was like, all right, that was too much birthday. Exactly. Too much birthday. <laughs> but I'm excited specifically though, because it's like I, I I don't know, like I'm not like as of right now, the Wrestle Kingdom matches, you know, like the main event is Naito versus Sonata. And like I love Naito. Naito's always been one mm-hmm. of those fucking dudes that I've been a huge fan of. Sonata, not so much. Like there was a while where I was like big on Sonata. Cause every now and then they would sort of like uh oh here you know here here here's how fucking sonata he's getting his push he's getting mm-hmm. his uh, just kidding and then when they finally yeah, did he it a, he was very uh he you know he got very ziggler there for many years oh, yes perfect and yeah. then it sort of got to a point now where i was just like oh okay cool yeah. and again the like i like your suit though yeah you know but it's like the fucking <laughs> you know it's like oh just five guys huh I, I used to like five guys this is really expensive now um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's just this weird, like, again, I just, I don't care. You know, at this point, it's like, yeah. you, just, you just waited too long. You waited too long to pull the trigger. Um, but it should be a good match. And then the only other really thing that I've kept up with is for what's probably going to be reintroduced as the Intercontinental title. Because it was like the, the United States Championship and then the, like, British Heavyweight Championship. And then fucking... Uh, uh, David Finley smashed it with a fucking sledgehammer. So <laughs> yeah. it's going to be, which should have been Mox versus fucking uh, Osprey, but now it's going to be a triple threat match between Osprey, Mox, and David Finley, which makes sense because like David Finley is the guy they're trying to like make, you know, currently, yeah, and stuff like that. Um, also, it's like, well, Osprey's contract is going to be up, so. You know, it's like if he is going to WWE, they probably don't want him to lose to an AEW guy. You know, or I don't know. I, I don't yeah, know. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, like I I I don't know what the case may be, but um, 
yeah, those two matches at least, because again, even in most recent years, I've not given a fuck. I've not bothered to watch Wrestle Kingdom, but with at least those two matches being announced, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm probably going to watch. Because even then, I was like shocked that they weren't announcing Kenny versus Osprey, as I thought for sure the rubber match would be there, but maybe it's going to be at another show, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or maybe you get fucking Osprey versus fucking Rollins at WrestleMania and you don't. You don't ever get to see, <laughs> you know, Osprey versus. That would be fucking wild, dude. It would, um, but I mean, fuck it, dude. Be that, be that free agent. That would be amazing. I, you know, like fucking. If you could convince fucking Triple H to give you a one year contract and fucking just like, yeah, I'm gonna have four fucking matches, and it, this is who I want in each pay per view. Like, fuck yeah. Do it. Oh, yeah, that'd be fucking great. Do Osprey versus CM Punk in fucking Saudi Arabia. <laughs> uh, uh, I love that. Yeah. No, you mentioned like, oh, that'd be fucking wild. That'd be crazy. Almost as wild and or crazy as ruining your potential TV deal with the CW <laughs> because you thought it would be fun to have a skit on your fucking pay-per-view in which a bunch of people are doing cocaine. Um NWA held their their, their Sam Hain pay-per-view a while or a few weeks back now. And there was an angle where there was a bunch of people doing, you know, doing in air quotes, you know, cocaine. And I don't know if you know this, but... uh, It was just pixie sticks. I I bet. It was Halloween. Yeah, I don't don't think it was as someone referred to shoot cocaine, you know. But (laughs) I don't know if you know this. The CW was recently, is a few years back, purchased by very super conservative Christians. (laughs) Well, I did not. But knowing what I know about the CW, which has always been very teen-friendly and fucking, you know, uh, you know, Riverdale with their fucking jingle jangle, like, I can't imagine that they would be too keen. Like, I don't, like, I watch a lot of fucking WB and CW back in my day, and don't remember seeing a lot of cocaine storylines, so yeah. I wouldn't think it would be uh you know favorable for this thing. But I I actually like I think I do remember hearing that that they're actually owned by uh oh that's like a lot of them. Well, what's the what's the people that used to own Saint uh, Saint Clair? Yeah, yeah. Like I think it's it might be part of that same conglomerate, but I don't know um, because I know a lot of Saint Saint Clair companies also were like. Uh, it was distributed by, you know, the, uh, like the, you know, a lot of right wing stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. To me, it's just like, it's one of those things where it's just like, there was a time where people love like the NWA, you know, yeah. and this then it got bought by WCW. <laughs> yeah, then it got bought by WCW. Then there was a time where everyone really loved the NWA, and then it got raided by AEW, um, yeah. and WWE, both of them. Again, well, you know. Yeah. But to me, it's just like Uncle, like at Billy, what are you doing? <laughs> like, who is this for? Like, yeah. you know, it's just like I don't know. To me, it's just it just like nobody gives a fuck. And because of that, you should be taking that as a challenge to like, we're going to present a product in which you will, in which it'll make you want to yeah. watch. And again, we're, go- we're like being on CW, it's it's no, it's nothing to sneeze at. But now you've jeopardized everything to where like there was that, 
There was a fucking reality show that was coming along with it. You know, like now you're. That, be, that being said, you know, uh, if you're in the Sarasota area, be sure to go to see NWA next uh, next week as form, former guests and maybe even future guests of the show. The Chiefs will be performing with NWA. No, but I, I mean, as far in terms of TV, <laughs> like in, in terms yes, of TV, because yeah, yeah. it's like Billy Corgan presents very much presents it as like, oh, yeah. we're the number three. And it's just like, no, like. <laughs> you know you had tyrus as champion yeah. forever like someone you know like it's just yeah again it, it to me is one of those things where it's like this opportunity to like all right cool you know we have this platform let's fucking make the most of it and like and you fumble it for for what for a fucking yeah. wrestling's back boys yeah i think they're i mean to me like their best thing was you know when they they first launched power and it was like it looked like fucking old fucking 80s wrestling. Like, it was in a studio, and, you, you know, everybody was fucking, like... I, we talked about it last week, where it's, like, you know, people were saying, like, oh, there's too many challengers for MJF. It's like, no, everybody should be the challenger for MJF. That's why he's that's why he's wearing the number one headband, so to speak. Like, like he... Like, everybody should want that. And that's what was cool about those old NWA... Like, the, when, when Power Power first came out was that it was like everybody would get done with their match and be like, yeah, I'm coming for you. I think mm, Aldis maybe at the time had it, but it was him or like uh, Tim storm. One of the two. Yeah. Like, you know, so it was like, like that's the way, that's the way wrestling should be. And I always like that, but yeah, they've definitely gone away from it and just kind of not, you know, I mean, you're doing cocaine on a TV show. So good job guys. <laughs> Yeah, and 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 it's just it's more so just like it's just a bummer because like now you're gonna be relegated again allegedly to like the app. Mm-hmm. Who watches TV on the fucking CW app? Yeah, I wasn't aware there was a CW app. <laughs> yeah, I you know? know. So again, it's just like to me, it's just like that'd be very much a bummer, um, because again, it's like, fuck, dude, like. It was there, you know, like it, it was there for the taking and you sort of just like fumbled. I don't know. I get it. It's, I get it. The world's a vampire, you know, <laughs> I always, that's always when I stop listening to the song. Cause I, it just, it gets too scary. Like the world is a vampire. I'm like, no, 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 thank you. I don't, I don't really know what, what comes up after that. Um, <laughs> but Hey, speaking of songs, very, very off topic. Cause I, I, I do want to, I did want to talk real quick about, uh, the crown jewel, um mm-hmm. before there's there's again there's there's a few other things that I wanted to address. But uh I I was watching um what the fuck was it? I was watching Gen V. I finally got around to watching Gen V. So good. Yeah. Fucking completely binged it. You know, at the at the uh um suggestion of, of, of one BJ Colangelo and fucking Andy, you know, over at the draft pod. Those two, yeah. you know, hearing those two gush over it, I was just like, okay, and then I finally finished the wire. I don't know if I mentioned that I finished the wire finally. You know, oh, I didn't even know you started. Yeah, you know, there's bubbles, uh, fucking uh, Kima, <laughs> all those fun characters. Um, but uh, yeah, Michael B. Jordan, he was a little boy on the show. Uh, yes, he was. <laughs> yeah, like I finally finished the show, and the show did the thing where like they would end every episode with like a song, very good music involved in the show. And there's one specific episode in which they end it with Heads Will Roll. 
but it's like the regular yes. version. So, and again, if you listen to you know a music box, you know a few weeks back now where we talked about like the the A track remix, like that might just be one of my favorite fucking songs. Head will heads will roll because it works with both versions. You know, yeah. like yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking about that where I was just like, man, yeah. this is a very fucking good song. Yeah, and you know I was gonna. You know, I'll I'll probably get into it on or or definitely will get into it in Music Box. Maybe not Wednesday, but maybe next week. You know, I want to digest it a little bit more. But uh, a couple of days ago, um, the the Beatles just they dropped what like they're deeming the last Beatles song. And so when they when they did the anthology in 94 and like they like Yoko gave them gave them them the tapes there were three songs and two of them they did the other one because it was just like a tape and it was like at the time the technology they just couldn't like like john's voice was very like overshadowed by like too loud of piano like just the way where where it was sitting and they they were like us scrap it like you know like they they tried working on it so much but they just they couldn't like you could barely hear john at some points and all that kind of stuff well cut to 20 years later when peter jackson is doing get back and we there's like he has the technology to separate all these every component to the audio track that's there he splits it up and now there's like they have like the clean track of his vocals and a clean track of his piano that they can now you know actually put together and because they had already practiced with it george had done guitar tracks back in you know 20 years or 30 years ago so yeah man they just it's 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 good it's called now and then though but yeah i was uh i was pretty excited about that this week so i'll uh like i said i'll get into it more on (laughs) (laughs) yeah the november 15th version of the music box Yeah, you know, listen, I know you're thinking like, oh, man, these guys love them, some old-timey white guys. Yes, because next week, yeah. or this week, it's going to be myself fucking gushing about Leonard Cohen, and next week, we know we'll be yeah. gushing about the Beatles. Yeah, because it's, yeah. it's that was very cool. I was just like, man, th- this is this is the proper way we should be fucking using technology, you know? Yeah, like exactly. Yeah, this is... Like, it, it, could, it could, you know, I'm sure there's other shit out there, like, I'm sure there's other bands and things like that that, that you know they can they can do this with so kind of opens it up you know maybe there's a lost nirvana oh, track somewhere oh i was gonna say i was like yeah i was like get fucking get leonard cohen on a fucking bad bunny track <laughs> yeah <laughs> bobby boris pickett bobby boris Pickett. listen um oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna start assembling my fucking avengers team of fucking dead musicians that i want um oh god that's a we'll have to i'm gonna put that on the board for fucking for the draft like build it build a team of musicians of like dead dead musicians oh dude that a band that would i don't can't believe we haven't done that yet like pick a dead drummer a dead guitar player or good like, that that would work know, bass or piano or something and a vocalist there you Damn, go that's a good one hey coming soon in the draft pod boys yeah um Look for it in probably February at this point. We're, <laughs> we got everything else set aside. <laughs> uh, WWE Crown Jewel was yesterday, and again, I, yeah. I, I typically, I, again, I, I, I don't really watch much of anything like WWE. You know, it, it's always one of those having to explain, like, oh yeah, I watch wrestling. It's like, oh, and I'm like, no, not, not WWE. Um, 
Because it's AEW, baby. AEW. 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 Yeah. Uh, No, but I... Until this week. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Fucking, yeah, I'm back, baby. You know, say Survivor. You're a Survivor Series. You and Punk is supposed to come back. Um, (laughs) I'll ask him the next time I see him. Match cut to you fucking all in WWE gear with your fucking CM Punk flag. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm going to be fucking front row fucking crying for fucking... Me and Frank in the front row again. (laughs) um no yeah they had the crown jewel show and again and and so i taught and specifically there was like one match that i wanted to fucking talk about because like um i for the longest time i've been like an advocate about like poo-pooing fucking logan paul where i'm like no i don't like him i don't want to like him yeah but i saw most of his match with Rey mysterio and it's one of those things where i was just like hey the guy's pretty good Specifically, there's like a spot where he fucking saves Rey Mysterio from like spiking himself on the head. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he he won the U.S. title and stuff like that. And um, yeah, to me, it's just you know, it, like it's one of those things where because I was again, I was having the conversation with a buddy of mine where you know, like as as it pertains to like celebrities wrestling and just how like they just take it more serious now, and and I very much appreciate that, you know, because. Uh, like you know, funny enough, this week John and Way, you know, they, they were reviewing um, <clears throat> the episode of Nitro where David Arquette wins the title, and yeah. I've never gone back to watch it. I, I I didn't really care to watch it. Like as a listen, as a, as a young boy, the the WWE propaganda machine very much did its job, and that like I will just always view WCW as like second rank fucking like po dunk wrestling. You know, and I understand that's not the case. Like, listen, I'll go back and watch those fucking Malenko, Jericho, Guerrero fucking matches and yeah. stuff like that, you know? But, like, don't give a fuck about anything. You know, if it isn't this, wasn't the smaller cruiserweight guys, like, I just, I likely didn't fucking care and, and won't care. Um, but, you know, like. I hear you, brother. I lived through it and I hear you. Like, <laughs> like. NWO was really cool. Like when it happened, like I remember me and my brother, because I remember my my brother Darren, who's you know Patreon of the show, friend of the show. Thank you, Darren. Uh, he Love is you, Darren. like we were at we were at my grandparents because we used to stay with them for like like a, a week or two during the summer, and like we're just flipping through one day and we see and it's the one where they're at the fucking Disney and they fucking throw throw Rey Mysterio and the fucking Zabisco. Oh, I thought like it was a door. <laughs> like, I like, I remember that and it was really cool. And I was like, whoa, what is happening? You know, I bet at that time, internet was barely a thing and all that kind of shit. And it was like, wait, those guys were used to be over there. Like, cause we didn't, we weren't like fully like keeping up with it or anything, but we were after that. And dude, it was, it was riveting. But then, Everybody was in the NWO and they fucking killed it. Like, I like even back then we were like, ugh, like this, this shit again. Like, <laughs> and then like, but because of that, like, cause we were flipping through, we saw that. And then we we're like, wait, is this WWE still a thing? And then at that time we were like, we're like, oh shit. Like we were more taken with, again, it was like, yeah, like we appreciated like the fucking, the Eddie, Eddie and fucking Ray and Jericho, like, those guys were cool, but then it was like, ah, it's just fucking Hogan again, except now he's got a black beard. 
Um, <laughs> and Scott Norton's in the NWO. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like, like, but we would, we, because of that, we'd, we'd flip back and be like, oh shit. Like even then I was, cause I remember like watching Undertaker and being like, oh man, like he's still gray. And who's this fucking crazy motherfucker in a mask that, is just terrorizing him and it's just like hell yeah like i'm into this mankind character like and they, like i like we immediately like jumped on the wwe thing but it was because of like flipping through and seeing the other chaos but like it got old real fast yeah like it's again one the the propaganda machine did its fucking job um but also yeah then it's like i I've, I've seen enough of where it's just like ugh, no like they were just I, yeah. I don't care. Um, but again, that that's, and then and all that is to say though, it's like, you know, again, th- things, things have changed. And now when you have these celebrity wrestlers, they're sort of like a Logan Paul where you can actually see them putting in the work and stuff like that. And so it's one of those, it's like, yeah. I, I very much appreciate that as a fan. Like it's again, not that like Logan Paul needs my, my validation and appreciation. You know, it's just like one of those things where I'm like, I, I, again, <clears throat> as a fan, I, I, I appreciate that being fucking like done to to show that they fucking take it serious you know um well and what's different about logan paul is like even though like yeah he is a uh what do you call it um celebrity the guys that no the guys that always show up like like a brock like uh part-time so so like even though he's a part-time like he's technically contracted this isn't just like a stunt they're doing to promote a movie or anything like that like he's legit like you know he's been with the like you know they signed him over a year ago like he's a legit fucking contracted person just as much as anybody else is um so like yeah like he's he's given his time and his fucking effort and like yeah like you said and like that's the whole thing with like any fucking celebrity tie-in now like even you know, like we said, we talked about that before with like AEW, like, you know, they're, you know, getting the fucking West Side guns and like, you know, like highlighting these people, like they're getting the cool people. I mean, Logan call Logan Paul is to a lot of people a fucking cool guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, and if he's not like, he, you know, he's he's heelish in the way that you and, if you know, if you don't like him, he's still like, God, I just want to see this fucking guy get his ass kicked. <laughs> yeah no for sure because that that was sort of with me you know where again for a while i was i was you know old man get off my lawn i don't i, I don't want to see you fucking people fucking you know like but now you know again it's like when when you're bad bunny and logan paul like i i appreciate that like i, I appreciate you yeah. know those people putting in the work and yeah again of what happened at crown jewel like i didn't pay attention to much of anything um mm-hmm. i saw cena got fucking destroyed by solo <laughs> cena destroyed by solo which again it, it just it makes me like, like he um he put out an interview he, he did he was on the bump i think it was <sighs> and they were like asking about his comments to, about fucking like austin theory and he was just like yep i meant every single thing i said to him i would say every single because there was that one like promo where he fucking buried fucking austin theory yeah he's just like he was like yep i meant all of it i would say it to his face like that is how i feel and again just (laughs) seeing seeing his work with like la knight and solo soko it's like man this guy fucking hated austin theory because it's just like (laughs) those two got so much more out of working with cena than this fucking guy did like he clearly fucking just did not like this person which again it's just yeah 
it's just it, it's funny because like you know like Cena is a professional, but like when 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 Petty Cena comes out, boy does he fucking yeah, boy does <laughs> he come out. out yeah. Um. Uh. Very there quickly, was, there was rumors of MCU talk. Yeah, so that that was the one thing I did want to talk about. So there was this like variety article that came out um now like last week that was just again like oh the house is on fire everything's in fucking shambles and stuff like that um and then the echo trailer dropped and everyone was like just kidding mcu is fucking back baby like <laughs> there's this one guy his name's soups i fucking hate him he's he's on he's like a tiktok fucking youtuber guy uh-huh. some fucking kid um but literally like and some you, and you still watch all of his videos no you? i don't i, I oh, like okay. i've purposely no i've gone out of my way to like mute and fucking block all his stuff but people were posting screenshots of his youtube channel in which literally the video was like mcu is dead and the next one it was just like oh my god mcu is back you know and again it's like i don't think he was doing it like tongue-in-cheek it's just he's like yeah. fucking 23 or whatever the fuck it is yeah um but again it was just and it was none of these things I where mean, you know people people say dumb things when they're that young you know they're like man guardians really yeah you know uh but no yeah what are we doing here exactly and it's it's one of the things just highlighting a bunch of things because like one like you know this there's a reason why we're reviewing the avengers this week as opposed to captain marvel because captain the 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 marvels the sequel to captain marvel's coming out because like it's supposed to be dog shit like it's (laughs) supposed and again this is by all accounts like they had a screening and it was just like it was bad and again, this isn't like MCU. I hate fucking no, yeah, like not the uh-huh. you know. There's a there's too many brown and black people and women in that movie, <laughs> so I'm gonna review bomb it. No, not the fucking case. It's just one of those things. And like <sighs> looking for someone to blame, obviously, obviously, someone within the company was like, "Well, blame Nia DaCosta, the director," and that was sort of the thing that like Variety was talking about, where it's just like, "Can you believe it?" Like she filmed the movie and then she didn't stick around for post production. Yeah, what the fuck was she gonna do? Like, you know, it's one of those things where it's just like, yeah, her job was done. Like it yeah. was done. But again, they tried to paint it as like fucking, oh, this woman doesn't care about the MCU. And like, hey, do you remember when fucking uh what's his face? Uh Steven Spielberg left Jurassic Park to go do Schindler's list? Like, it happens all the time. You know? Like it yeah. it just it it's it it's this wasn't a project that required her to fucking be there you know and again it was like mm-hmm. her job was done like what what did you want her to do um but again she's gonna take the brunt of it because again this movie is supposed to like make nothing like it's not making anything and again you have to factor in like they you couldn't do press because the strike yeah. is still going on and stuff like that but also it just doesn't look like a good movie and <sighs> Again, we've talked about it ad nauseum, so I know Wes is probably drowning out. I'm sorry, buddy. I'll try to keep it short. You know, but it's just one of those things where I'm like, to me, I'm like, good. I'm I'm glad I'm glad that there is now a visible hole in the boat because huh. due to Disney Plus, there's been this like fucking you know quant quantity over quality stuff. Like, what what has come out of Phase Four? Nothing. You introduce Shang-Chi, nothing. He's not been fucking nothing. And and part of it is that like end game should have been the end game of everything. 
You know, it should have at yeah. least for a while. If you even if you wanted to cap it off with like with the next Spider-Man one, because that was also a nice little bow. Yeah. That and then like Guardians three, and then that should have just like for a while just fucking on stay quiet. But that is just not the way Hollywood works. You know, they have Disney Plus. They have to sell shit. And so, like, again, those three original shows, you know, and WandaVision, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and Loki, they were good, but it's just, like, ultimately accomplished nothing. Because by the time you get to fucking Sam Raimi making his fucking Multiverse of Madness movie, he didn't even watch the fucking show. (laughs) You know? And so it's, like, that's one of those things where it's just, like, so you... You didn't watch the show. You just pulled this character and said, "This is our villain now." Ignored all the char- all the character progression that this character made. It doesn't make sense. Like it's just, and it's just, it's a lot of just, I don't know. You know, a lot of just purse strings that sort of need to be tightened and stuff like that. Um, but to me, because again, there's a lot of things they were like highlighting where it's like, oh, there was problems on set of Blade. There shouldn't. They made fucking what four or five of those fucking movies. There should not be a problem yeah. on Blade uh, with Blade. You know, it's just like it's a fucking a, a a fucking vampire that kills other vampires. This vampire can walk in the day and he kills other vampires. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be an issue. Allegedly, now they've hired the writer of Logan and have made it like a smaller budget. And it's gonna be rated R. You know, so Mahershala Ali will hopefully fucking you know like they'll hopefully fucking get it right. But again, at the same time, it's one of those things where it's like, how does this fit into the grand scheme of things? You know, they 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 recently put out a thing where it's like Marvel Studio or Marvel Spotlight or something, which is like properties in the Marvel universe that don't necessarily focus on the larger things going on. You know, so it's like you can have a fucking Daredevil show without fucking wondering why, you know, the oncoming threat of Galactus isn't being addressed. But to me, it's like at the same time, it's just like, no, it's like you shouldn't even have to do that. Like there is a way to fucking tell everything just as long as you know where you're fucking going. Like it shouldn't be fucking hard. And again, I know like armchair quarterback here, you know, but it's just like, you know, this next Captain America movie coming out next year. The last time you saw fucking Captain America was 22 projects ago. (laughs) <laughs> 22 i don't remember for the life of me what happened in falcon and winter soldier you know fucking uh elaine popped up yeah you know fucking daniel Bruhl was in there for a while he was fun but it's just like to me i don't know it's one of those things where it's like i i, I i'm kind of like you don't need a wonder man tv show you don't need a white vision tv show you know, it's like you don't need an Agatha Harkness TV show. It's like, if anything, when they did that Werewolf by Night, it was like an hour and a half, like a special presentation thing. That was fucking awesome. You introduced the character, yeah. you introduced the lore, you did it in an hour and a half, and you didn't fucking waste. She Hulk's She Hulk had a budget of 20, it was like $220 million. The first Avengers movie cost $200 million to make, and it looks. <laughs> infinitely fucking better than that you know and again and it was just like it 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 didn't look good it wasn't a good show it accomplished nothing in the long run because like they're probably never going to use that character again because there was just such fucking pushback to it you know and it's just to me that's sort of just what happens when it's like you try to introduce too much at once 
you know, that was sort of the beauty of Marvel, in which, like, they'll introduce new people, sure, you know, but they'll integrate it in as much as, like, oh, shit, there's Hawkeye in the fucking Thor. It's just a brief fucking cameo, but the next time you see him, he's already been introduced. Here's Scarlett Johansson. She's Black Widow. She's been introduced. Here's Black Panther. You know, it's like, you sort of, you do it naturally mm-hmm. as opposed to just, like, no, here's just all these brand new characters. And and the thing too is it's like that you gotta factor in and that like I know you shouldn't, but it's just like there's a lot of fucking people that just <laughs> want the same characters. They want vanilla. They got used to vanilla ice cream and now you're like, Oh, we're introducing this fucking pistachio rocky road. And it's like, no, I don't I don't want that. You know? And yeah. again, I and I don't begrudge them. I don't begrudge someone that fucking goes into these MCU movies and goes, no, I want the fucking characters that, you know, like, like stop introducing 37 brand new fucking characters. I can't keep up. I don't, I don't want to keep up, you know, it's like, I got to know who fucking Moon Knight or do something with them, do something with them. Why again, why didn't fucking, why has Moon Knight not shown up in anything? Why has yeah. Shang-Chi not fucking shown up in anything? Sure, now you have Kamala Khan fucking showing up in this and stuff like that, but it's just like, these care. it's like, to me, the whole gist is like, you introduced them, now do something with them. Yeah. You know, it's just like, because again, that is a major point. And I'm not saying like, every, anytime you have like a one of these one-off movies, you know, that's like, oh, there's another Thor movie, so you gotta fucking bring in fucking Beta Ray Bill, and you gotta bring in the Silver Surfer, and you gotta, like, no, it, uh-huh. it doesn't have to, but it's the the avenue is now then open for for doing these things, you know. Like I don't know, and again, and, and to me the most annoying fucking thing of, of of reading all of it was, you know, everyone like oh, they're now they're relying on bringing back Scarlett Johansson and Iron Man and fucking Captain America. Hey, guess what, you fucking idiots? There's a movie called Secret Wars in which they were gonna bring in everybody. Everyone from any Marvel thing past that didn't burn a fucking bridge or is still alive. You thought you serious. It's one of those things where I wanted to like collectively get everyone to be like, you fucking dummies really thought here's a movie in which we're bringing everybody back, everybody back. And they weren't going to bring in Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr. And Scarlett Johansson. If that's how you fucking think, man, I have some magic beans to fucking sell you. Like, it's just one of those things where it's like, what I meant earlier, where it's like, it's cyclical. They were always going to yeah. come back. Especially yeah. when it's just like, hey, we have now loaded up all the bases. How do we How do we make a double what Endgame did? You bring mm-hmm. in fucking Robert Downey and Chris Evans and you put them on screen with Hugh Jackman and Tobey Maguire. You know? Yeah. It's like, that's what you do. But to me, just the, the up in arms of like, <laughs> yeah. Guess Mar- Marvel's in the slums now. They have to rely on bringing bringing in the old timers. It's like, no, that's always what they were going to do. They're mm-hmm. they're literally setting everything up with multiverses and vehicles of just like you can bring in anyone from anywhere. Oh no no no! Except for these three, except for three of our most profitable characters. No, that's silly. <laughs> why why would we do that? Why right? Why would you do that? So I don't know. Again, it's just very like just annoying and reading it where it's like. Trust me, it's like they're fine. Much like AEW is fine, the house isn't on fire. There's just uh <laughs> you know, some minor complaints. The MCU is fine. Like it's superhero fatigue might be, you know, a thing, but like even like looking at how many people this week alone we're talking about Loki and Invincible and Gen V, it's like 
it's fine. That genre is fine. Like I, I don't imagine it going away anytime soon because you didn't enjoy the last fucking Marvel TV show or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and like I said, I, you know, like I said, I've, we, you know, use these people. Like it's been five years since Endgame. Like when's, when's our next touch point? You know what I mean? Like let's get these up people together sooner rather than later. Um, because some of these people are going to fucking, you know, they're, they're just going to, you know, you lose interest. Know. Like they're, yeah, they're gonna lose interest, and we're gonna we're gonna age people out of like these characters, right? You, like, remember, you remember when Jon Snow showed up as Black Knight in Eternals? Yeah, I barely do because that was almost four years ago. <laughs> exactly. Wow, that's so true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, very quickly before we before, so before we do get out of here, there's one thing that I I wanted to to, to bring up. So we talked about it a few okay. weeks back now. The forty eight oysters. You know, I was yeah. like first day, and of course, you know, if you don't remember, there was the. Um, the, the gentleman went on a first date with the lady and he wound up ditching her after she just destroyed 48 oysters. Recently, there was a list put out. Uh, is Here's a list of places women absolutely refused to go on uh, a first date and and thank you to the... So it was, it was some lady who put out a list of places that's like uh, that she refused to fucking go on a first date to. And mm-hmm. it caused many a fucking thing because I was like, myself too, I was like, this is... This is a fucking very silly fucking list. Okay. Like, do you, and, and I don't know, like, do you, when when going on a first date, do you have, like, a go-to place, or do you sort of just play by ear of just, like, you know, oh, like, you know, maybe we'll go here, maybe, like, you know, like, do you have your go-to place, or is it just more play it by ear? Um, I think as far as, so there's the restaurant, which is, you know, up in the air, right? Go get some food conversation. But I always like, I always like to, t- I, I always tell people when people ask my first date idea, I tell them, take them to the zoo. To the zoo? Because to the zoo. Like, who fucking doesn't like the zoo, first of all? And like, it's like, it's not a fucking, like, you can talk, you can move around, you can fucking make fun of things, like, whatever, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's interaction, like, to be had. Like, I feel like you get more personality. But I've done shit like I've gone putt putting, like that kind of shit. Like it, you know, like I I like doing shit like that where it's like we're gonna do something fun because like if nothing else, like you're like at least you have a story to tell. <laughs> so like, yeah, I like like I said, the restaurant. I mean, that's really up to to them. Like, and then like I can also gauge like, oh, they they want this fucking bougie ass restaurant. This is not the person for me. <laughs> yeah, like to me, I've always said again, like it just it depends. Like I try to again, like yeah, like if it's food, somewhere neutral. Yeah, you know, somewhere yeah. where it's just like like some places on this list that I might not take you, but okay. but at the same sentiment too, like I'm not taking you to RPM Steakhouse on the fucking first date. Yeah, you know that's where. That's where I take you for your birthday and then you break up with me like two weeks later. You know, like that that's yeah. fucking like one of those fucking like nice places and stuff like that. But yeah. like I, the, the lady went viral for this specifically because I okay. so I'm I guess I'll go in ten, top 10 list. Or? Oh, no, this lady has fucking 28 things on here. Holy shit. Yeah, okay. I'm going to just rattle them off. OK, hopefully the zoo's not on there. Uh, number one, the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> number two, putt putt. No. Uh, number one, Cheesecake Factory, which, like, okay. you know what? I agree with. That's where you take them when you're in love, you know? When you're, <laughs> yeah. 
when you're in love, that's where you take them there. You say, baby, get that's anything. Where, that's where you That's where you put the ring, you know? Yeah. Like fucking peanut uh, butter fudge fucking cheesecake. You know, you just slam that ring right in the middle of it. Exactly, yeah. Um, <laughs> Applebee's, Chili's, Chipotle, Olive Garden are the next four, okay. which I'm like, sure, yeah. Again, there's nothing yeah. wrong with those places, but I definitely think that's more of just like a, just like a random date, you know, a random Tuesday yeah. night where you're just like, you know, neither nobody wants to cook, and you're just like, ah, like, fuck it, you know, unlimited pasta. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one is the movies, which I'm like, ah, like if you're younger, I get it. Yeah, you know, definitely. Like if you're if you're a younger cat, or even then, sometimes like I don't like I again, I've tried not to make the movies a first date. Because of yeah. that, because there's no real, but, you know, again, that's more of, like, a second, third date where it's like, oh, my God, the new, you know, fucking, uh, the new Martin Scorsese Marvel movies coming out, you know? It's like, yeah. he, he finally did one of those fucking uh, MCU movies, like, you gotta watch it. Yeah. De Niro's awesome as fucking Iron Man in it. Uh, and I also I also think it's, it's kind of one of those where it's like, well, also, depending on how long, like, if this is just some random fucking hinge thing like yeah but if you've known the person and like yeah you can go to the movies because you've had conversation you know what i mean it's just like this is the first time like all right we're gonna escalate it we both like we both like fucking brie larson a lot so we're gonna go watch the marvel uh your house is a seventh one which again it's like listen i've had plenty of first dates at a house and there was never a second date because (laughs) much like you were just saying you know it's just like Yeah, it's it's just it's one of those things where it's just like we know what's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come yeah. on. Uh number eight. No, and- don't don't mind this trap door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh any fast food chain, which uh-huh. I mean I think it's just sort of repetitive of the other ones, but like, yeah, I'm not gonna take it yeah. to McDonald's. Yeah. Again, at least not first date. It's one thing if we're driving if we're driving home and you want some nuggies, let's get some fucking mm-hmm. nuggies. Definitely not a first fucking date, you know? Like, yeah, I used to come here a lot yeah. when I was a kid. That, that jungle gym over <laughs> there was really fun. It was it was actually, it yeah. was a lot of fun when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, Buffalo Wild Wings, Wingstop, Red Lobster, a buffet, IHOP, Denny's. So this could just be, like, this, okay, so far, how many, how, where are we at on the list? As of Denny's, we're at 14. Okay, so we're halfway through the list. And let me tell you this, the the three things that I've heard. House, fucking movies, and chain restaurants. Three things. Doesn't need to be 28. Keep going. Uh, number 15, the gym. I wouldn't, I don't, like, I've had, I've had girlfriends that I've dated that are like, let's go to the gym together. And I'm always just like... Yeah, no. Like, I don't know about you. To me, it's like at the gym, it's just like, I I don't want to talk to anyone. I just want to be by myself. I just want to fucking do my own thing. What kind? Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Like, what kind of fucking psycho? All right. So four things so far. Number 16. And this this is a funny one because, so number 16, church. <laughs> yeah. But I honestly, like, I could see where that would be a big thing for, like, like if you... If you were a believer, like, hey, why don't you come check out my church one time? So I remember. Uh, but if they're not a believer, 
then that's a terrible idea. So I remember when I when I first started talking to Veronica, uh, yeah, when I started talking to Veronica, uh, yeah. my cousin baptized her daughter, and like I got invited, <laughs> my parents got invited, uh, and um, I remember my mom was like, uh, like she, because I was gonna I was gonna go like hang out with her later that day, and she was just like, oh, like, well, like, what are you doing later today? You know, I'm just at the fucking church talking to my parents, and. Um, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go out later, and this is like, she's just like, oh, what? like, why didn't you bring her here? And I was just like, why didn't I bring her to a fucking baptism of a child that she has, no, she doesn't know who it is? Like, no, yeah. what the fuck? That's so fucking weird. And my mom found that so weird that she was just like, why would that be weird? And my like, cuz mom, some fucking lady made a list, and number fucking sixteen <laughs> is don't bring someone to fucking church. But that's like the only okay. time anything like that would contextually sort of come up. So I was like, when I read yeah. that, I was just like. I was like, yeah, I was like, I was like, send this list of fucking Cecilia so she could fucking, you know, read it. <laughs> These next three, honestly, this is the point where I'm like, fuck this lady. Okay. Especially right. because I'm seven, especially go. because seventeen and eighteen are essentially the same thing. Okay. Seventeen is Starbucks. Eighteen is coffee dates. Nineteen is ice cream dates. Coffee and ice cream, a very fucking neutral sort of thing to do. Yeah. At least I think. Like, I don't think it's a fucking an egregious fucking like. You know, like, no, like that, that, again, to no, me, that sort of I, seems fine. I, I, yeah, like you said, it's very neutral. And I think also it's, it's, it, it, again, depending on circumstance where like you could be like, like, look, I, this isn't like, I, we just want to feel this out. Like, let's just go have a fucking cup of coffee or a fucking conversation somewhere. Like, that's a good spot for it. Number 20. Which I agree with this one. Family functions. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, for a first fucking date, like like a, like a baptism. Yeah, like a fucking baptism. Yeah, come on. Because it is it is a little bit like watching like like imagine like you went on a first date and you were like we're gonna listen. I'm like I'm fucking I'm season fucking four of Game of Thrones. So like I just want you to come over and hang out with me as I watch Game of Thrones. And then, like, the whole time you're like, she's like, who's that person? Who is, why is that, who just choked that guy? Like, who, why, who just, who just poisoned that that kid, I mean? Like, wait, who's that? Who, like, why did he just run off? Like, same thing with a family event. Be like, who is that? Now, who is that to you? Like, that's, like, yeah. y- you just have to do that fucking game all night. Yeah, no, it's it's almost it's almost equivalent to like I don't know, just hypothetically, it's like you just started dating someone, and they invite uh-huh. you over to their house for like Halloween, and you think it's just gonna be you guys, but it's their entire family, and you have to meet their you know their the sisters <laughs> and the brother in laws and the family, uh-huh. and you know they're yeah. all just like, oh my god, you should marry this person, and I'm like I just met this person, this is a very awkward thing, I just met you people, I don't know your names. But it- but at the same time, you're like, yes, that is the plan because that's that's how I am after one date. Yeah, I was like, are you kidding? Yeah, I was like, it's I'm maybe six hours into a date, I'm already telling them that I love them. Um, yeah. Twenty one. Like, I I already have it. I have it. I already have the ring as my favorite on Jared. So yeah, I'm just like, I'm just, what are you waiting, fucking? I'm just I, waiting to fucking. It's already in my card. I'm just waiting to hit confirm. I showed up late, yeah, because I went to go put a down payment. Uh, Twenty one. <laughs> Movie night, and then it says in parentheses Netflix, Hulu, etc. Which, like, I mean, we were talking about the movie theater, sort of the same thing, you yeah. know. It's like, listen, if yeah. odds are, if but you're I, coming over for a movie night, yeah, we know what it is. Is 
That's the same as House. Like, again. All right, knock another one off this list. So we're like to five things right now. Because honestly, Starbucks coffee, like that's the same. Even ice cream is the fucking same thing. 22. This is this one. It just says somewhere that requires a long drive. I don't know what that means. What? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, look, I, I want to take you to this fucking great pizza place, but it's in Atlanta, Georgia. Do you have 10 hours? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the thing. Cause again, like, I, I used to date someone in another fucking state, but it was just like, yeah. it was an hour drive. It was that, that's yeah. fine. That's manageable. If I was fucking driving up to fucking Jesse Kohlenberg, who I think is like three hours away, you know, like <laughs> yeah. if Jesse Kohlenberg was my boyfriend, that would probably be fucking problematic because it's like fucking three hours each, each way. So I'm like, okay, I guess that. But even then, it's just yeah. like for a first date, what? For your first date, I'm going to drive three, four hours to you. Get the fuck out of here. Like, I'm going to wind <laughs> up missing a kidney that way. Um, 23 this one i was just like no i would i think i don't think this one's so egregious bowling no that's to me is like like the putt-putt thing right like you go and have fun like you know what i mean it's a good obviously uh-huh 24 and 24 yeah i guess so yeah i don't know no well it's like get, get that yeah. off the list yeah you know it depends again depends on the person you know yeah. what i mean but even then it's if they're like they're like, if they're like, oh, I want to go to this fancy, like that fucking RPM steakhouse. And you're like, let's go bowling. Like, clearly there's a mismatch there. Exactly. Uh, 24 and 25 is nightclubs and hookah bar. 26 just being a bar just for, for just drinks, which again, I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, are there still hookah bars? I don't ever see them anymore. Nightclub. Yeah. yeah. That's not necessarily, again, to me, like a first date, but like. A bar for just drinks, that seems pretty normal. Yeah. Um, twenty all right, we're now in a twenty-seven and twenty-eight. Okay. The big finish. And listen, I'm I'm letting you know. Listen, if there's any if, if there's anyone listening right now and they go, How do I win Scrump over? How do uh-huh. I win his heart? Not even necessarily like romantically, it's just how do I win him over? You do twenty seven and twenty eight. You do number twenty seven. Because twenty seven oh, okay, is okay. Waffle House. <laughs> okay. Again, chain chain restaurant. Yeah. Okay. Also, yeah. Waffle House. Waffle House is like Waffle House is like we've been like. If I see a couple at Waffles, I'm like they're fucking raw. Like they. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, like if you yeah. see, listen, if you ever see a couple at Target or at a Waffle House, those two, they're they are going at it. They're going raw. All right. Yeah. That is a couple. Yeah. Those two are in love. Uh, and then number twenty eight sports event, which I'm just like. I don't, again, I think it just depends on the person because some, like, yeah, you know, it's like, I, you know, oh, yeah, let's go on, let's, let's go to a fucking uh, a baseball game or a, a basketball game or something. Cause again, even with that, like, it's not like, hold on, shut up. I have to see if the fucking Pistons are going to win this game or not. Like, yeah, odds yeah. are, odds are, again, I don't give a fuck about the actual game. It's just sort of just something yeah. fun to, to do. Yeah. I think that would, that, that would be the thing. Like, if you're a fucking fanatic, do not take somebody like, you know, and then like, you know, to do the whole fucking uh, putty thing where you're fucking, you know, <laughs> your, your face is painted and everything like that. Like, yeah, you don't do that. But if like, yeah, if you don't really care about the outcome of, of anything going on, like, you know, I like, especially like I said, just don't fucking 
don't be a fucking psychopath with it. But I think there's nothing wrong with a sporting event. I yeah, I had a date at a fucking sporting event that required a long drive. <laughs> you know, and it was great. It was fine. Yeah, yeah. But like that definitely wouldn't have been the first date. Like yeah. that's a little. Yeah. You're like, like, listen, we're gonna drive ten hours. We're gonna go watch a sporting event, and I might get in a fight with some other people. Yeah, because I've been talking mad shit. <laughs> yeah, so you know, sometimes, sometimes you disguise a a, a gesture of romance through, uh, you know, a gesture of pettiness. A, a Twitter, a Twitter feud. Listen, you know, uh, what is it? Fucking uh, Twitter fingers turn to trigger fingers. And sometimes, right. sometimes you just show up in Nashville and sit next to fucking Sabrina, the teenage witch, for an entire show. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know who I would like to sit next to though at a wrestling show, uh, Drew, are the wonderful people of the Patreon. Because of course, uh, you know, uh, again, the wonderful folks over at Patreon.com forward slash PWTcast. You yourself again can sign up, or about hundred movie reviews on there. Um, again, weekly mo- weekly movie review from myself and and just random guests of the show. Again, this week in particular, it's myself and a uh, friend of the show, Steve Feast, talking about 2012's The Avengers, the, the the OG Avengers movie. And again, just last week, myself and Drew were talking about Disney's Coco and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, tons of movies that we've done in the past. You know, again, it very much appreciated. You know, sign up again, as low as five bucks um, to help support us here, but. Yeah, I would love to listen. You know who I would love to take the Cheesecake Factory is uh, Clifford Fraser, Jesse Kolenberg, Joshua Davis, Neil Flanagan, Jonathan Mayer, Hot Topic Joe, Ryan Crossley, Vivian Urbina, My Godfather Jesus. Shout out Jesus. Shout out Jesus. Steve Feast, Rachel Sayarto, Lil Kevin Costner, Lil Lil Kevin Conroy. Little Batman. Uh, I love that this thing just keeps evolving <laughs> to different people. <laughs> Lucy Salgado, Lupe Dominguez, the Kings of War podcast, Darren Kissler, and our newest patron, Steve Grows Weed. Steve Grows Weed. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah. Listen, Welcome. I would definitely like, I, uh, at the post wrestling live thing, myself and Steve Grows Weed, you know, we, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if well, I think we shared beverages, but neither of us were. Really, I don't know if I was drinking a ginger ale. I don't know what he was drinking. Yeah. You know, so that was kind of like a date. Yeah, but I would definitely take Steve Gross weed to a uh, to Cheesecake Factory. I don't know if they have them in Canada. Man, would a would a live podcast be on that list, or like uh, you know, or something like that, where it's like, I feel like that's the same thing of like, oh yeah, so this person does this, and this person. Okay, so does that, that so that's John Pollock. Uh, and that's Wei yeah. Ting. Wei Ting really loves Lego. John Pollock has two, you know, he has two wonderful kids. Um, Wei also has a little bit, a little wonderful boy by the name of Ozzy. Like, just fucking, yeah, just fucking go in and yeah. it's just like, uh-huh. Okay. Oh, oh you, you see that guy over there? He was, uh, he used to call into the Howard Stern show all the time. Now he calls <laughs> into the wrestling show all the time. Yeah, I mean, he's great. Love him. His name's Hansi. Yeah. See that guy over yeah. there? He's the great and powerful W.H. Park. Which I like, I, I joke, but that is most conversations with me on dates where, like, I honestly, like, I have to start, like, I'm going, like, I joke, I'm going to make like a flow chart of everyone and, and, and who everyone is. And just like, all right, yeah. remember, Red Beard, Red Beard, Drew, uh, Salt and Pepper Beard, Frank, uh, you know, Brunette Beard, Ryan. A lot of beards, a lot of white dudes with beards in this. 
you know, <laughs> yeah. beard with I love uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. True or Wes. Um, so, yeah. So thank you again, guys, everyone, for it's a little bit of a longer edition, but it's fine. Um, and yeah, let us know. Let us know where your guys ideal fucking drugs. Delaney, where do you take the ladies on a first date? All right. Yeah. I know it's not church. <laughs> I know it's not church, brother. <laughs> so let us know. All you guys let us know again. Uh, and yeah. And I'm, if you're if you're a lady, where do you want to go on a first date? Oh, my God. Yeah. So I she's she's busy. You know, she, she's busy with work stuff. So at, at some point, uh, you know, me, Drew and Vivian are going to sit down and get her charts read. Um, yes. But yeah, we'll ask her. You know what? I'll I'll ask her for next week's podcast. I'll I'll, I'll okay. just Vivian listen to this and let us know how egregious any of these places actually are. Yeah, aren't. I, might, I might I might pull I might pull some people this week. Oh yeah, I'm definitely I'm de- yeah I'm gonna pull some people as <laughs> yeah. well. Uh, and then yeah. yeah, we'll we'll let you guys know next week. But uh, I I might have to clarify to people like, look, this isn't like <laughs> like just. Just know, I'm not asking to ask. I'm just asking because it was a conversation. Drew's gonna wind up with a date or two. Oh, hey, what, what do you guys <laughs> yeah. got going over? What do you guys got going over at the draft pod this week? Uh, well, as we talked about on the music box, we are doing 1993 mixtapes. So we're doing the songs, uh, our favorite songs that came out in 1993. With oh, the host of Biff Radio himself, Ben Center, will be uh, coming on, and you know, we'll uh, we'll get into some some good old music. Maybe a little, uh, you know. Meatloaf himself. Hell yeah. Yeah, the, I think, I believe it was Steve Grossweed who messaged me talking about Meatloaf. It was like a pretty extensive yeah. thing. He was just like, yeah, he goes, I don't know why I know so much about Meatloaf. I fucking hate him. And I was like, hell yeah, fuck Meatloaf. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, oh, dude, I know, that's what was awesome about uh, Steve Feast. Like, he's like, he's like, hey, man, uh, Volbeat's not that offensive or something like that. And then my brother actually texted me too. He's like, never listened to Volbeat, but I kind of dig, dig that Lola Montez song you played. I was like, yeah, I, it's that. there's this song and another song. It's like the only two I... Because again, even like movies, like some people with music, like I get what I need out of one or two songs. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And then some people, I need their whole fucking discography. So. Oh, 100%. Yeah, but here's yeah. more... Yeah, you can hear more music talk uh, this Wednesday. Yeah. Again, as we talk, uh, Taylor Swift, Leonard Cohen... J. Cole, Aesop Rock. That's all I remember off the top of my head, brother. Uh, for the. Oh, uh, yeah. Megan Trainer, And the little boy Alexi from. Murdoch. Uh, and the little boy from uh, Spy Kids. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> all right, you guys, for the PWT guest this week, I've been Scrump. I've been Drew. And this is Friend of the Show. And who gets to fucking team up with the big show? Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here. Friend of the Show. We've run out of things to say here at the PWT cast. And so, I must bid you adieu. Goodbye and good night. Bang, bang.